You're riding on the Denial Bus with Patty Crouch and Holly Gates. Holly, I miss seeing you. I I haven't. Thank seen your, you. I haven't seen your. I haven't <laughs> seen your face in like forever. I know. I haven't seen anybody's face in forever. I haven't either. A couple Zoom sessions. No, no, not with anybody. I really, really want to see. Actually, ours is on Friday. But this whole coronavirus, man, it's like real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a conspiracy theory. I don't even know how to start this conversation because there's just so much to it. Like on the world level, like we are witnessing history. Like this is how it's going to, like people are going to be talking about this. And then in, in 2020, the pandemic of, coro- you know, coronavirus, COVID-19, mm-hmm. sweeped the, not only the nation, but affected everyone. It started in China and then went to Italy and yada, yada. You know, like it's going to be in the history books. Like this is history. Like we talk about the Spanish flu and the pandemic that happened then, you know? Mm-hmm. Like this is, we're, we're living in history, which is just so weird to me. How soon about- do you think all the movies will be like that will come out about this? I don't think it's going to be like as early as we think. Okay, so let's think about this. World War II. I know mean, people movies, have a lot of time on their hands. Oh, that is true. I think people are definitely doing things. Um, they were making World War II movies during World War II. Like Casablanca, that came out in the 40s. That's true. So yeah. I guess, I mean, soon. I don't think they're going to be able to touch it really and like the emotional depths of it really. Until we like, have to wait to see how it shakes out. Otherwise, there's no ending. Well, that's true, too. And then they just all stayed home. <laughs> <laughs> the end. And that's where we are now watching this movie. Well, it can't be too close too. you know, you can't do it the next the year after because then it's too triggering for people and it's too recent. You know, like you'd have to wait that decent amount of time where it's like appropriate to talk about and whatnot. You know, because like, that makes sense. Like. Yeah. They didn't, I don't think when did the World Trade Center movie come out? Like, remember, there was the plane movie, and then there was the World Trade movie, and they all came out at the same time, probably, like, five years after, like, when the statute of limitations was lifted. Probably. That makes sense. So maybe, like, mm-hmm. five, eight years. I mean, how long do you think this whole thing's going to last? I don't know. How? Was I, I, okay, so this is what I do. I vacillate between totally forgetting that we're in a pandemic. Like, I just forget. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just, like, live my life, and I'm like, oh, this is what we're doing. We don't ever see friends. We don't have any friends. Like, we're fine. Like, we don't see yeah. people. Like, it hasn't been as hard as it is for other people, and then it makes me sad because I'm like, man, my daughters don't have friends. And then I think, oh, I don't have friends. Like, I'm <laughs> going out just as often as I had going out before because I don't go out. Like, I don't meet up with people. I don't have friends, you know, in that sense. So a part of me goes, forgets that we're in it, like completely forgets that we're in it. And then the other part of me remembers and goes like, oh my goodness, we're living through history. Like, I can't believe this is happening. Like, I can't believe people are dying and people are like, people are wearing masks out and people, are, you know, like it's just, I forget. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just, I go between the two. 
what does your typical day look like now? So the typical day, let's go with a typical Saturday. A typical Saturday okay. is the same as a typical day now. Yeah. <laughs> right. like, it's okay. So my day now, like it's okay. We're in a weird spot too, because, okay, it is been about three weeks since school closed. Mm-hmm. It's been, I mean, essentially I feel like I sheltered in place the minute school closed. Like I did the same thing. Like I didn't wait for the governor to say we're sheltering in place all of California. Yeah. So it was, it's the same day for me, which was March 14th was the day, the last day of, no, March 13th was the last day of school for the girls and, and Jackson. Same for us, yeah. So then we basically, we went up to the mountain house right away, which we planned on doing anyway. And then Chris freaked out and was like, I think they're going to lock us down. I think I want you to be back home. So we came back the next day. Um, mm-hmm. And then shelter in place didn't look much different. So the first three weeks have been really glorious to tell you the truth. Like all my commitments yeah. stopped. Like we didn't have prov, we didn't have schedules, we didn't have people to have commitments to. Like it it was nice. It was really nice. Um there was no therapies, like everything just stopped. I was working that first week from home. So I worked Tuesday and Thursday from home and I just hid myself in the shed with my robe on and 15 <laughs> layers because it's cold in there and worked for the whatever hours, eight hours or nine hours that I worked and then snuck back into the house. So it was been, it was good. It was fine. It was normal. Like we wake up, we watch a show and then after the show, we um, usually eat breakfast and then after breakfast, we kind of had the girls do some tablet prodigy prodigy's this math game on it for a little while while Jackson was crazy and then the girls would listen to stories which is their form of reading so they would read a whole lot and then we would I would make them go outside and they would ride bikes and I pretended like I knew how to garden and totally ripped up one section of my yard (laughs) pulling all the weeds and all the grass and everything that was there and made this big mud pit for Jackson and we like played in the mud and we went on bike rides and we went on hikes. Well, Chris went on a hike with a couple with the kids a couple times. I haven't been. Um, we have Instacart being delivered. Like that's how we get our groceries. Chris goes out every now mm-hmm. and then to get groceries. But in reality, nothing really changed except the anxiety of school was no longer present in our house. So it actually oh, was yeah. better. Like it was a lot better because we weren't doing so for you. The school closing was way better because yeah. it was the most of your issues were the girls not wanting to go to school and having to deal with school and having to deal with all of that. So that's gone. Yeah. All that. You should have seen Zandy's face when she realized that she wasn't going to school for a month because <sighs> our, so we had two weeks of the COVID-19 closer for the school. Right. And then we went mm-hmm. into two weeks of spring break. Right. right. Our school. I don't know why they need two weeks, but we have two weeks. <laughs> so we knew for a fact that we were not doing anything educational, at least until April 13th, which I think is when we're going to try to publish this podcast. So we haven't done anything <laughs> like official with the school district. We were, you know, you know, all that stuff came up of like homeschool, homeschool. And I was just like, dude, see, the seeing Zandy's face when she realized she wasn't going to go have to go to school, like the anxiety melted off of her. 
And she became this compliant kid who would do what we asked her to do and she was fine and like it was good. Like it was so much easier to handle. And we've had we were doing like they're doing prodigy on their tablets, they're listening to stories. We had them watching documentaries and then like audio taping their notes. I had them do a presentation on it and like create a whole like project that they created with whatever they had in the room. And they made oh, these wow. big, like, they're just having fun. Like, and we're yeah. going on bike rides and like all the learning. I'm, I'm having them cook with me. We made lemonade and I, I was like, how many lemons do we have? And they're like 12. I was like, if I cut them all in half, how many are we going to have? And they're like 24. And I'm like, and if I only use six out of 24, how much more am I, how many am I going to have left? They're like, uh, and they would do the <sighs> math. And then I'd be like, and then how much, how many lemonades could we make if we had six each in each, in each lemonade? thing you know like I was making them do math while I was making lemonade they caught on but they're doing they're learning in a way that they like and that you know that they like like not having to actually write (laughs) we have not picked up a pencil except to draw like we have not picked it up and the couple times that we tried to all anxiety rose and it it Mm. was meltdowns you know so it's we've been learning a way that they are doing well and we're, we're helping them learn use the accommodations that are in their IEP like voice recording mm-hmm. their notes and like video recording their presentations and things like that so yeah it's been really good I actually had a really sad day on last Friday because I realized I got all these meetings and like I was talking to the to Jackson school about all the how his services are going to look and how school is going to look for him and all this stuff because he started this week and the girls start next week. And I just got overwhelmed again. And I was just like, oh, man, it was so nice when the outside world didn't creep in. Like when it mm-hmm. was just us, you know, and it couldn't last forever because, you know, we need money. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, Chris's school closed down. So it's like, oh, we kind of need money and we kind of, you know need to do things I guess I don't know so it's been good that's the thing for us too it's like day-to-day in your own home it's not like scary or anything but it's the not knowing of like okay this is fine right now but if this continues until August September, you know uh no one's gonna have jobs like what are we gonna do but you're but there's no way of knowing so you can't think that far ahead it's just day-to-day like okay today's fine (laughs) so what terrifies you the most about all of it? Like what, what scares you the um, most about all of this? I don't know. I, you know what? I haven't let myself go there because it's so, everything changes day to day so much that I'm like, I'm not going to sit and dwell and try and guess and figure things out. Um, I mean, just the nobody, you know, the whole economy shutting down, nobody being able to work. It scares me if people start like looting and, you know, going crazy and it's martial law. But right now, you know, that's true. We're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, oh, go ahead. So I don't think I've let myself think that either, to tell you the truth. Like, I'm not scared of, I'm scared if my dad gets it. Like, I don't want him to die. Yeah. Like, he's like the only one I'm concerned about. <laughs> Like everyone else is like, man, if you get it, you'll be fine. So, I mean, we're not, none of us are immune compromised. None of us are, you know, and we're, we're doing the social distancing and we're doing 
the self-quarantine where we're not seeing people. And, you know, so a part of me is like, yeah. we're fine. We're doing what we need to do. And if we get it, it's going to be a happenstance that we get it, you know. There's still a chance we that were we doing, get it. Yeah. We were doing gloves and masks before even they said to do it. And we had also stopped, you know, going out a little bit before. And we haven't gone into a grocery store or anything. I mean, we get, you know, we order the groceries. We sit in the parking lot. They bring them to the back of the car. Then Derek does this huge thing, like nothing, no piece of mail, package, groceries come come into our home without being like Lysoled and cleaned. And then we wash our hands and throw all the packaging away. <laughs> so, okay, so y'all... we like do this whole ritual. And you kind of have to, like, I mean, I, we do that with Instacart with uh, yeah. Costco and then same with Chris has gone to the grocery store here and there and he's like, takes forever. He waits so long so that he doesn't touch people and he has, keeps a six feet and then he like wipes everything down and like he does mm-hmm. the same thing and we wipe everything off of the foods and keeps all the packaging outside and just straight into the, the, um, garbage can so that it doesn't come in. Like, yeah, we're doing the same thing, but we weren't doing that. We did that. We started doing that, I guess, that when the shelter in place came into place. So it was mm-hmm. fr- fairly early on. We haven't done masks. I'm not going to lie. We haven't done masks yet or gloves. Um, we, so the, the school stopped on, yeah, the 13th, 14th, whatever that Friday was. The, then the next Thursday, which was like the 19th, maybe, okay. um, is when the governor said, you know, nobody go out. Now, we weren't sure what that meant, and we were kind of waiting for it to happen. And we didn't know if he was going to shut the border to California or be like, you're not allowed to leave your house. Like, we've got police on the streets, or if it was just like what it is, like, don't be stupid. Just don't leave, and you can go get stuff that you need, you know. But we didn't know. So we had kind of been preparing in our heads look, we cannot be in this tiny apartment, the five of us, with no yard for months on end. Like, if they, don't let anybody leave. So we had kind of been thinking about going to my parents' house in Colorado to ride this out. And I kind of thought we'd have a few more days to think about it. I had already been thinking, okay, what would I pack? You know, thinking like we might be there until the summer is kind of what I was thinking. Um, And so then that Thursday afternoon, they said, okay, tonight at midnight, he's going to like lock it down. Again, we didn't know what that meant. So we said, okay, we're leaving now. So, so y'all left Thursday we, night. We left Thursday night. We uh, packed the car with everything I kind of, you know, just threw all the essentials. Because, again, we didn't know, are you going to be able to get toilet paper? So we brought all of our toilet paper and uh, disinfectant wipes and, and, you know, any and then food, any supplies that could travel, any food that could travel we brought. Um, I mean, we were, like, packed. You could not move in our car. <laughs> I can imagine. Because you um, also do all the clothes. Like, maybe- Oh, yeah. Clothes. And I didn't really even bring that many clothes. It was like, okay, I know my parents had like the big snow jackets here. So, but, and I didn't pack shorts because thinking, well, it won't get that hot. We already had someone mail us like some summer clothes because <laughs> I didn't <laughs> pack any. Because <laughs> we had, we had a few packages that were still going to arrive and mail and stuff. So uh, Derek's best friend, Wyatt, lives next door. He has our key. He's checking our mail every day. And he will, every once in a while, like send us a package. We'll go, can you throw this in? Can you throw that in? Um, so we're like, please p- put in some shorts for the boys because it will get hot while we're here. Oh, my goodness. Um, but, you know, I didn't have a lot of time to think. So there's a lot of stuff that I'm like, oh, I wish I had that. But I didn't really have time to think. We didn't have enough room for anything else. We yeah. threw it all in the car. We left at 1230 p.m. 
Oh my goodness. Drove straight through to Colorado because we didn't want to stop in any hotels. Uh, we only, the hardest thing was finding somewhere to pee because there were plenty of drive throughs open, but there were like some of the gas stations didn't even have, you couldn't go in, you could just get gas. So oh. we And the boys, it's out really the, you, really you finding time to pee because the boys, psh, side of the road. Uh, right? uh, no, I am the one who goes the least. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Derek has the bladder of, I don't know, a pregnant woman. But he can just go. To, so, oh, okay. When we go to Texas, we just pull over to the side of the road and people pee. Oh, well, yeah. In that way, yes, they could do that. Mm-hmm. Hey, buddy, I'm, I'm doing a call. Hey, somebody found me. <laughs> hey, you got to go back downstairs. We do have a porta potty in the van, but we were like, when we're going to be in the car a long time and that is going to smell. And you couldn't even get to it because there's so much luggage on top of it. Oh, so we imagine. mostly just kept stuff. <laughs> so we figured out that McDonald's, all of the McDonald's, you could walk in. They had all the tables and chairs roped off. They're like, do not sit down. But you could go in and use the bathroom and come out. That's and then good. get in the car and go through the drive-thru. <laughs> so. oh, that's nice of them. How long did it take yeah. you? you were, we left at 1230. When did you arrive? <sighs> we got in the next day at like 930, 10 p.m. Wow. So that's how we do it for Texas, but it's a long Yeah. Drive. It's long. It's long. And that's probably your it, best so, decision ever, <laughs> going to your parents' house. Having oh two goodness. extra adults. Having I'm so happy. And I know how you were saying, like, you kind of feel bad because sometimes you're like, some things are better. And, you know, when I'm Zooming with, like, our Bible study group or people from church, I mean, they're all in Burbank in their tiny houses. A lot of them know yards. And I'm like, I am so sorry. I upgraded so much <laughs> when we left. So even though we're stuck at home, like the kid now, I cannot go back to not having a yard. They have such a huge yard. Um, it's like I'm just I'm addicted to it now. I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't have to drive them to some park and deal with other people's kids, and like they can just go out the back door and like it's done and yeah. play. Yeah. So we really upgraded, and oh, my parents have such a big yard. They have a trampoline. It's just, and then it'll snow, like the weather is amazing. Everyone always talks about this Colorado weather. I hate cold weather, so I was like, ew, no, but it's very nice. (laughs) It's like really, really, most days it's been very nice and warm. We can even go out in short sleeves and it's like, but it's not too hot. And then like every four or five days, it'll just snow. And then we've got like two snow days and then it dries up and it's hot again. It's just really fun. that's amazing. And where yeah. are they in Denver? Where are they? They're outside of Denver okay. um, in a suburb. Yeah. And then their houses are really far apart. So there's also like we can play outside and there's not kind of that worry of like being too close to other people. So I've thought the same thing about our house. I was like, if we were doing this quarantine in our old place, we would be going oh, yeah. crazy because we wouldn't yeah. really be able to go outside. Like we'd be in the, the same boat as your friends and living in apartments like it it would be Mm -hmm. hard to have three kids stuck inside all the time and not space to get away from each other like it's nice to have space to get away from each other it's so yeah we need it so badly (laughs) and I'm a little worried you're not going to come back like I'm I'm a little worried you're not going to come back well yeah we'll talk about that in a minute (laughs) oh oh well it's also nice of course having two extra adults around with all the work that we were doing Oh, yeah, I haven't gotten into our homeschool stuff yet, but it's yeah, a lot. You were rocking it as a homeschool mom thing. Like, <sighs> I barely did anything 
And what we did was like totally alternative that I'm like, can I really count this? I'm going to. Okay, we're good. Kind of stuff. But, but you know, I get it for you because it was so stressful. School is so triggering for them and upsetting. It's kind of like nice to have your break. Oh, yeah. Whereas Dawson likes the routine. He likes learning. I don't want him to fall behind in the areas where he's already falling behind. Same thing. Nolan kind of likes some elements of doing school and he is so far behind in kindergarten. So I was like, oh. I have to like just keep up with what they're doing. So Nolan learned so much in those like two or three weeks that we were just doing it at home. And I, even though one of those weeks was spring break, I didn't even tell them. We just kept doing school oh, They don't know. <laughs> because I mean, they were each only doing like an hour a day. You know, it wasn't like regular school, but um, Nolan only knew like maybe five letters. And now he only doesn't know five letters. And awesome. we may even, he might even know all of them now, but it was like all year trying to get just those five letters. So with, when it's all he's doing, like we're cutting out all the chaff of just like singing and library time and all that. And it's just learn your letters, learn, learn your letters. Let's do your easy math problems. And that's all he does every day is like math problems and learn your letters. So, and then he plays you know, and that playing is a big component exactly. in kindergarten like they need to start using their critical thinking skills and their logic skills and how do they do that when they're playing with sticks outside in the yard you know exactly and digging up worms oh, they were digging up worms yesterday Patty I was so happy <laughs> they got so dirty and I was so happy it's the best Jackson's oh, over worms now which is making oh. me sad because I can find worms in our yard he now wants caterpillars and caterpillars are not oh, as easy to hard find. and then that now it rains hard. so he wants slugs I'm like Boyd, can you just be happy with your worms again? No, oh, he's picky. He See, we're not picky. there yet. We were very excited over worms. That's so much. Although my parents had 15 turkeys in their yard yesterday. That was crazy. That's It was turkeys. insane. Turkeys. turkeys. 15. That's insane. That's they really just crazy. ran through. So what does your day looked at before distance learning? And then we can go into distance learning talk because I don't know if I like it. I'm just going to let you know. So, okay. Yeah. We, were, we had a really good schedule going. We were like getting up. And then I would do um, school with Dawson, and my mom was doing school with Nolan, which was perfect because Nolan and I butt heads a lot. And he just, like, has an attitude with me, whereas if it's somebody else, he's, like, so good, such a good student. So he was rocking school with my mom. I was teaching Dawson. I had all these printouts and wonderful things. Did you find all these printouts yourself, or did the teacher give them to you? What did you? His teacher gave me a packet that had some stuff, um, his special ed teacher. And then I would also just copy stuff on Pinterest or print stuff out. Um, So, yeah, we had, like, tons of material. So I had, like, tons of math worksheets. I had tons of everything. And we were doing a little bit every day and just working on the areas that he needed help on and just keeping stuff fresh. And then distance learning started this week. you would only do, like, two hours or so, like? Yeah. And then the rest of the day was fun. And they knew, like, get up. They would, Dawson, if I was late getting up in the morning, he would already be in the dining room waiting for me. Like, okay, school's, it's ready for school. Because it was just like, you know, there's no schedule. So it's like easy breezy. If you don't want to do something today, we can pick a different thing. You know, it's, it's nice. Um, but okay, so the school stuff started this week. Ugh. Oh, okay. So therapy actually started back last week over Zoom. So, so every ABA day, therapy, right? ABA therapy, five days a week, he has one hour. Okay. Um, and I mean, before he was doing tons of hours, but I was dropping him off <laughs> and leaving. Yeah. This is, I have to be sitting there the entire hour because otherwise he'll just shut it or he doesn't listen. I have to like help the therapist. I'm doing the therapy with them. 
for the yeah. entire hour. Yeah, that's how it's working for Justin. Justin, who's Justin? <laughs> you know your child's name. <laughs> Samantha, we've been saying that a lot because of Frozen too. Because I don't ever know. I'm like Lexi, Zandy, Loba. I mean Samantha, because in in uh, Frozen too, he's like Elsa, Anna, Samantha, and he goes Samantha. I don't even know a Samantha. So I've been saying that now whenever I don't get their names right. I'm like Samantha. Aww. I don't even know a Samantha. Okay, sorry. I see we've been doing for Jackson too, like sit down with him, but keep going. So yeah, an hour with the ABA therapist. Okay. So this is what his day looks like now. Today we had four Zoom meetings in a row. How is that even possible for him to stay? Like that's just a lot. So at least they're each one is kind of short. So it's, he like gets over the people he's talking to then, and then he has new people. So, okay. So this morning it was a meeting for 30 minutes from 9.30 to 10, we do a meeting with his, like, regular class. And I think that's only going to last the first week because it's, like, everybody – and it's optional, but because it's the first week we've been doing it, and it's just everybody going, how do I do this? I can't get this to work. What do we do? Is it more then, for the parents then? <laughs> Sounds well, like it's it. the kids, but parents are – well, for Dawson, it's, it's me. But it is a lot of the parents going, okay, we tried to do this, and what do we do? And the good thing about it, though, is that the teacher's like, look, do what you can. It's totally fine if you can't get it all done. Like, I don't want you to stress. If you can't figure out how to work the stupid computer, take a picture of your work and send that in. So we've been doing a lot of just them drawing a picture instead of doing it on the computer, and I just take a picture of it and sending that in. Um, but, okay, so we do that <laughs> Zoom meeting. Then he has an, a Zoom meeting with his other class. That it is just two days a week, and then it's optional. And then he has this hour of therapy, and then we do 15 minutes with his special ed teacher. And then they haven't even added OT and speech yet, which I think they're going to start, like, doing a weekly meeting with them. So I already have this huge calendar with everybody's, like, Zoom numbers and Google Meet numbers and, like, times and stuff. Yeah. Because it's a lot. And then I'm supposed to actually do a full week's work of schoolwork on top of all of those meetings. So before, Dawson was always done before lunch. Then after lunch, we went outside, and we just stayed outside as long as we could. Then when they come in, have baths, we'd have dinner, and then we had, like, the whole night to just play and watch movies and do whatever with Grandma and Grandpa. But now it's like school is creeping into after lunch, and it's making me mad. <laughs> do you feel like you can do one or the other? Like, do you feel like he can, you can just do his IEP services or just his – schoolwork and not do both so that it can't, doesn't creep into the afternoon? Well, I'm already, so he does have the two classes and his special ed teacher was like, he does not have to do this. Like do Miss Lincoln's class stuff first. And we, ha- I haven't even looked at her class stuff. So we are just doing his like regular classwork. And then I know this week there's just a lot of meetings and stuff and some things will sort of peter out. Um, and other things will realize, okay, this is, this is optional. And we don't have to do it. And even the regular schoolwork, I'm a completist. And I'm thinking, he has to finish this. You know, but the teacher even said, you don't have to do it all. Like, it won't work against you. So I'm like, why am I doing that? Yeah, this is a good time for <laughs> you to be like. it's just my personality. This is a good time for you to like go, wait, why is this important? Like, what does this say about yeah. me? Can I give this up? And other things in my life too, you know? And some of the stuff is just like art projects or PE that she's like, this is just for fun. Do it if you want to. And we were doing all the art projects. And I'm like, what? wait, I didn't have to do that. Why am I doing this? <laughs> so uh, so I'll, I'll figure it out. This is the first week with everything. 
So I will figure it out. So then Nolan, like that's not, that's just Dawson. That's not even Nolan. Like Nolan has his own schoolwork. And most of Nolan's schoolwork I found out on the computer is like just busy work. Like it's not really teaching him anything. It's like, watch this cool video. Now, like draw a picture of the video. Like it's not really anything. So we're still doing, I'm still doing all of the schoolwork that I'd planned for him, giving it to my mom. She's doing that with him while Dawson does school. And then after lunch, I do like 30 minutes where we do the, the fun videos of his classmates and we watch a couple of the videos and call it a day. So it sounds like you have a better plan for Nolan than you do yeah. for Dawson. Dawson there's so many meetings. I'm just figuring it out. I, we had three for Jackson and he's, I was, ugh. it was, it, yeah. I don't like it creeping back in. And so my sister-in-law said something really brilliant today when I was talking to her. She was like, you got to let go of the expectations of everyone else and just do what works for your family. And I was like, all right, well, that's what I'm going to do for schooling because I don't want to add the stress of school for the girls, especially when this year's been shot anyway and they've barely done anything. They might as well just start strong next year in a school that's going to support them with their dyslexia and just call this year a wash, you know? So yeah, that's true. They were uh, this year was already a wash for you guys. <laughs> exactly. I'm like now it just allows us to be a wash for everyone kind of thing. But with Jackson, yeah. it's like I'm I'm having to adapt so much of the general ed stuff that I just get sad mm-hmm. because he's not where he's supposed to be. Then I'm just like, why am I doing this? Like, why? I was like, I'll just see about him doing. So my my grant. My grand plan is for him to do his sessions with his special ed teacher, his OT, and his speech, right? Those are the mm-hmm. sessions I'm I'm ha- having him do with his people, and those are all on Zoom. A five-year-old trying to sit on Zoom is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. At first, when I read what they were offering us, I was like, what? They usually get an hour of pullouts every single day, and now you want me to do 15 minutes? And then I read it. Now again. you're like, thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. I read it and was yeah. like, oh, I, I, should we even cut it down from 15 minutes to five? <laughs> mm-hmm. Not really. I think we actually need to add five minutes because he, we waste so much time of getting him back in, getting him back in, getting him back in, you know? Yeah. But yeah, it's, he, we get there and I'm like doing the answer five questions from Miss Tori and then you get a gummy. All right, Mm -hmm. after this, we're going to get nuggets. They're cooking. Like, I'm constantly, and I don't know if they hear him or not, so I'm having to be at every single session, which in a weird way is okay because I'm like, okay, well, I need to know what he's doing. And then part of me is like, oh, gone are the days where I just dropped you off. I didn't think about it. (laughs) Like, those days I miss. So I'm trying to figure (laughs) out the balance of, like, ideally it would be to do his pullout sessions and one thing that Miss Eliza wants us to do. Because that's the general ed teacher. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. We'll see. I'm just, I mean, there's days where I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like, we had three. They weren't back-to-back. They were, like, 10, 11, and 12. But at the same time, it's like, that ended at 10.30. And now I have to you just do whatever you want for 30 minutes and then to come back. And that was hard. You know? Yeah. So there's, there's just no good time for a five-year-old who has a one-on-one to sit there and do a Zoom session. Like, it just, mm-hmm. it's hard. And they're learning. The teachers are learning, like, what works. Like, they're using the cards that they use in school, but it's through a screen, so he doesn't care about it. But Mm. then, like, the speech teacher did, like, some kind of computer thing, and and then they shared the screen, and so then it was like he was looking at the screen, and he was way more about it. So 
Dawson too. He has two therapists and one has been using stuff on the screen and that helps so much. The other one just talks to him for hours or for the hour. And I'm like, Oh, we need a break of this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot to ask our little guys to just sit and do mm. this stuff. Like if it was busy work, I'd be like, forget it. We're not doing it. I'm done. Like we're not doing it. And I, I need to do that because he was learning so much more with me. Like we were doing multiplication tables. I had moved him up to like, doing and now they're kind of going back which I get they're wanting to like kind of redo the last month because it's been a while since they had school uh but I just need to change my expectations because I was like made really good grades in school and it's me doing a lot of these projects (laughs) (laughs) I even felt like Dawson was not paying attention I could not get him out of the clouds today I was trying to do like a reading exercise with him and then answer questions and then there was a math project he was not paying attention. And I was like, just basically telling him the answers. And then I was writing them down. And then I turned it in. I was like, I just did this whole thing. <laughs> See, what, what, yeah, no. Why am I doing this second grade homework? We need to blend me and you together. Like we need to I know, blend it would me. Be the I'm like, oh, person. whatever. Screw it. Who cares? You're not going to graduate high school if not without learning how to read and write. We're fine. But I need to probably push a little bit more and you need to like <laughs> ease up a little bit more. So we need yeah. to kind of meet yeah. in the middle of, okay. I just want to make sure I'm trying to keep the mantra of no stress, no guilt of like, I don't want it to be stressful for anyone. And I don't want the mama guilt. Like mm-hmm. I don't want it. Like I want to mm-hmm. end this whole pandemic of quarantine and everything with the kids thinking it was a great experience. And me not going crazy, you know, like I don't want yeah. the guilt of like, I should have done this. I could be doing that or that. I'm like, no, this is, it is what it is. And then people start talking like, why, why are we forcing, like, I read a post and it was about how, um, how we don't want kids to be fall behind on this. And it's like, well, what if they were ahead? Like, what if they learned empathy and community and like how to help people and like how to band together and learned about family time and like commitments and all sorts of stuff? Like, wouldn't they be ahead? Like they may not be like they would be ahead and scientifically spoke speaking a kid who has an emotional intelligence that's like strong is more likely going to be like better off academically and successfully in the world. Right. So like they're ahead, you know, and then people are like, we're already living in a stressful time already of, like, we're not knowing what's going on. And then I kind of want to use that as an excuse. But then I'm like, I'm not keeping up with it. And I'm not stressed about the outside world because I'm just not living in it. So yeah, I feel like I can't use that as an excuse even though I want to. <laughs> I'm like, it's a stressful time. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm not really worried about me having COVID. And I'm, yeah. I understand that, the you know, everything. I I don't let myself go down that spiral of like, oh my goodness, the economy stopped and we are going to look totally different when we come out. Like, I know that's going to happen. Yeah. I don't let myself think of it. So then I'm like, oh, I'm not really that stressed or uneasy about it. Because we don't know, again, it's the not knowing. Like, we don't know how long it's going to last. So you can't really, that's the hardest thing for us because we're at my parents' house in Colorado. I keep going, okay, you said, are we ever coming back? The problem is I'm going, okay, because we keep hearing different things of like, at first it seemed like, okay, just you know, for the summer. And then we would head back because it was all about getting back for when school was going to start again. But now if it's later than that, I'm like, do we keep paying rent when we're not even there? Do we, you know, do Derek and I jump in the car, uh, drive back all through the night, get all of our stuff, bring it to my parents' house because it would, they've got room here to store everything that's in our apartment in their house. (laughs) Because They're crazy. 
<laughs> that's how small we have you know they have a full basement and all of that with like an, a room with nothing in it and we could put everything um and then we wouldn't be paying for storage you know we wouldn't be paying for rent we wouldn't be paying water and power and cable and all that stuff but if it's only a few months that would be more trouble than it's worth but then you know I just I wish I could know exactly how long so I could make yeah. these decisions but I can't but okay and would yeah. you want to stay there like long term not thinking about how long this is going to last. Are you seeing your life there long-term? We are warming to that a lot. Uh, I'm definitely looking into things because we're just looking at real estate. It's like, we, you know, now that we've had, we've been able to spread out and have more rooms and have a yard. It's going to be really hard to go back. Honestly. I can imagine. <laughs> like I, I, I always laughed when one of my friends was like, you've outgrown your house. I'm like, no, we haven't. We're fine. And then now that I'm in the house, I'm like, oh my goodness, we outgrew that house. <laughs> like, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know until it was gone. And I saw what we have now, you know, like yeah. Chris has this whole shed for him to go into and I don't see him for the whole day. And every now and then it makes me angry. So I'm like, uh, where are you? But at the same time, I'm like, if we were in our old place, I would have been more irritated with him because I would have been seeing him try to get away in our room, which is like the no door next the you know the, mm -hmm. the door the room next door to us or whatever and, and he would be, be like, irritated awesome. because yeah. he couldn't get away I couldn't imagine not having the space that we have and going through this so I can imagine you who loves your family and your family gets along and all this like why would you come back you know but then I go okay well why are they here they're here for Derek and his career but I was like, but he's been, he always worked from home. He's on what we were thinking about it. He's almost done nothing where he had to be in Burbank. Well, and and that's why we were there. See? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, almost all of his clients and everything were, weren't located even in LA. So he's just been, you know, he'd been working from home anyway. Um, and he had a few jobs to do here, which was good. But after he's got like one more paycheck coming in, then he's done. <laughs> Well, no, that's another like thing of like, do we get rid of our uh, apartment right now? But then what if school starts back right in August and then we have to scramble to find a place in Burbank so they can get back to school or do we stay here and enroll them somewhere? I don't know. Oh my goodness. Yeah. How much of it? I have to, I'm thinking of all the options and preparing. I do not envy you at all because <laughs> it's a real, I mean, California has or LA I should say is really good for special needs I know so it's giving up quite a bit of that and I don't know where Colorado lands you know the, the good thing is the company that Dawson uses for ABA which I love they have several locations nearby we looked and there's one that's like 15 minutes from my parents house so oh that settled so then it would just be school and he's already mainstreaming most of the day and doing so much better I would just have to make sure he had a one-on-one -on -one. which they um, give him that would that would and it's kind of part of his IEP do IEPs travel from state to state or do you have to start over I don't know how that works it, it does I don't know exactly how it works from my understanding which is very little they tend to take it for a while as they, as they do their own assessments, but it doesn't mean you're guaranteed okay. that kind of stuff. Yeah. So They'll look at it and take it under consideration. Yeah. 
So like we we were talking about that too, and it's being a different state. I don't one hundred percent sure no, but like yeah. once you have it in the IEP, they're not going to uh, assume that you don't need the stuff that you need um, off yeah. the bat, and then they're going to look at it and then kind of go, "Well, what can we go away with?" Does that make sense? Like they're not going to yeah. offer you more until they look at what they have. And then decide from there because it's expensive to do all the assessments over again and it's expensive to do yeah. all these things. So sometimes it's in the district's best interest just to be like, it's better to just have them do a one-on-one trust that that school district did it correctly and, uh, you know, gave them what they needed mm-hmm. versus having to spend, you know, two or three grand on every single assessment and still spend $30,000 to have the same outcome, you know? Yeah. So I think. And you have to assume if they have two of the, that same company nearby, there's plenty of kids with autism in the area. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, completely. So I mean, you have this, he's not going to be the first one. No, exactly. I mean, yeah. you're fine in that sense. Like the fact that you could just probably transfer all your paperwork from ABA to ABA, like yeah. hub would be phenomenal. Yeah. And that's his main stuff. So, I mean, I think it would be easy for you guys to move there. And you're getting it paid yeah. through not the regional center, but through insurance? Or are you getting it paid? Yeah, insurance. So, it would just depend what insurance we got here and what they approved him for. But now we're in a situation where that's not as big a deal. Like, if they only approved five hours a week. To, you know, we're, we're in a spot now for the first time. This is the first year where we would rather have Dawson at home than at therapy. Like it was more work to drive him to and from than it was to have him at home. Whereas before it was like, oh my gosh, they canceled. Like he's going to be home for five hours. That's insane. No, that makes sense. He's leveled out and you've gotten used to what you needed to learn. Y'all plateaued. But now he's much easier. Yeah. So now it's like, oh, I don't have to drive there. Yay. You know? Oh no. <laughs> I, all this, so. Yeah. That was nice. That's definitely nice. You're not coming back. So a lot of, a lot of questions. Back. It's hard when you look at, I need to stop looking at Zillow because it's very hard seeing what I can get (laughs) versus there. And then, oh, so the other thing that sucks about, well, one of the things that sucks about this is that my sister, you know, we haven't lived in the same state since I was 18. Oh, wow. And she lives 10 minutes away now and we can't see them. (laughs) And the cousins want to hang out. Like my kids keep going, when are we going to see Asher and Ray? they have, they've come by a few times, but to drop stuff off and they'll like put it on the porch and then they go stand in the driveway and then we stand in the front by the door and we just kind of wave at them. It's harder for the kids. And we talk to them. Yeah. That's for (laughs) them. They're kind of like, hi. Yeah. And we'll just chat for a few minutes. So that's all we've done. And then like we, uh, Derek and I zoomed with my sister and her husband and we played a game, you know, one night, but it's like, we're so close and the kids want to play. And I really thought, because Nolan's birthday is next week, so I thought that by the time of his birthday, we would be able to hang out with them because we were kind of, you know, waiting two weeks to make sure we didn't bring anything from California to make sure everybody was healthy. But my brother-in-law is still working. Mm. So he's going into people's homes. So that's the thing. It's like if they were quarantining and so were we, we would probably be like, okay, we're the one people that we'll see and you guys can come over. But since he's going out every day, we can't yeah. see them. We so, sheltered in place uh, with Uncle Ivan. 
Uncle Ivan's by himself. And we're like, after you're quarantined for two weeks, you're allowed to come. Yeah. Only us. But if we hear that you cheat on us with anybody else, it's yeah, done. Exactly. And our relationship is through. So he's actually come over a couple of times. It was really cool, though, because Aww. we were supposed to go see. We do these celebration points and the girls had won or not. They've created enough celebration points for us to celebrate by watching the movie Onward. But then all Aww. this quarantine stuff happened. Right. So we never got to the movie yeah. theaters. And so I planned it where we went on a drive and Uncle Ivan, who works at AMC, put on his uniform <laughs> and like opened the door for us and was like, welcome to the AMC theater. And then he like I made a sign and put it on there and he made a, he, I got concessions for us, like a little candy bag and like popcorn and all sorts of stuff. And they made a concessions. And then he goes, he goes, are you going to pay for that? And she was like, how much is it? He's like $48. <laughs> it's AMC prices. It was just funny. And so then we ended up, and then he did the little, like, he found on his phone the little entry, like, concession, like, video that you see. <laughs> so we saw oh. that, and then we watched the movie Onward, and he tore our tickets How up. Like, sweet. it was really cute. It, I didn't go all crazy out because I knew that the kids don't care about details, and I would just spend way more time to with a little yeah. bit of extra. So I did enough that they got the gist of it, and they were happy and thought it was fun, oh. and it, it was perfect. It was absolutely perfect. That's we, really sweet. We actually, the last thing that we did outside of our home was we saw Onward because it was like school closed Friday and then Saturday morning, AMC had announced, okay, we are like, we're only selling half the tickets for each thing so that everybody can spread out. And then and it was before anybody really knew anything. We were like, okay. And they said, we're going to be really cleaning everything. And we're like, okay, that's the last thing we'll do. <laughs> so yeah. we went to Universal Studios, which was closed. The parking lot, because we went to City Walk to watch it, the parking lot was empty for a theme park. It was insane. We parked and we walked City Walk. There were like 10 other people maybe that we saw the whole time, you know, because the restaurants, everything were closed pretty much. Yeah. It was before everything really closed, but it was like some things were still open and AMC was open. So we went and there was like one other person in the theater and we watched on. (laughs) So that was. And then we didn't leave the house after that. It was like, then everybody was like, you know, you shouldn't go anywhere. (laughs) Of course, now it's like free on Disney Plus. And I was like, I'm glad we bought all that popcorn and stuff and paid to go to the movie. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's been, I've been actually having more play dates and, and having more connection now that I'm quarantined than when I'm not. Like, I'm checking in with people more often. And then people have more time to talk to me. Like, I talked to my sister-in-law oh. for an hour and a half this morning because she was at work and there was nothing to do for her at work. So she literally sat there and colored while I, like, talked to her. And we FaceTime oh, with nice. my my family way more often because I want to make sure they're staying in. So I feel like, okay, as long as they feel yeah. connected to us and we're talking a lot more, then they'll they'll stay in, right? So we've been calling them more often. And, like, I've been – just touching base with like random mm-hmm. people. More. I'm more connected now that I can't see people than I was before, which is. I am not. I've completely shut down and talked to no one. <laughs> I'm hardly on social media anymore. I don't have time to do anything. It's weird because when I was, when they were going to school and I was having to do all these errands and I was having to do all the cooking and cleaning, I like, I listened to so many audiobooks and podcasts. And all these things for me, because I was doing it while I was cleaning. And while now that's one thing that has gone away that I miss is there's no me time because we, I do all the school stuff all day and there's no break because the kids are there all day long. 
Then we eat dinner early, and then we watch a movie with my parents and hang out with them. Then we put the kids to bed. Then Derek and I hang out for like an hour, and then we go to bed. <laughs> so yeah. I like, when is the just time? Like, I there were shows, you know, since Derek has never gone, there are all those shows that I would watch when Derek was gone, but I can't watch them anymore because I'm only with my parents or Derek watching TV. Like, I don't have TV alone time. No. You should so. make it. You should be like, guys, every single Wednesday, I'm watching my own thing on my phone and see you guys. I should. Bye. It is nice because they have like a full basement and TV and stuff downstairs. So we can split up. So my parents will watch their shows while we put the kids to bed. And then we go downstairs and we're just binge watching The Office again. Oh, of course. Why <laughs> we not? We just do that. But, so one of those yeah, days I you don't... need to be like, Derek, I'm not hanging out with you. I'm hanging out with myself. See you later. I shouldn't do that. Or I'm going to go to bed early. I know it's only 830. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, the, Chris and I have actually reversed that when we haven't had any time together, which has been hard. And mainly because I think I'm giving him grace so that he can be, do his own thing. And so mm-hmm. I'm letting him choose him a lot more. And then part of me is kind of needs to have a conversation with him of like, um, what about us? Kind of thing. Yeah. We kind of have a, a little bit conversation like that, but at the same time, it's just hard because yeah, it's just hard to figure out yeah. that time. Cause by the time you get everything situated and everyone's in bed, you only have an hour or so. And he has been wanting, he's really been enjoying the rain and the weather. So he's outside reading and I'm like, I don't want to read. I'm not smart. You know, like, I want to watch, I want to watch Tiger King, <laughs> you know? How is it? My sister said we have to watch it. <laughs> um, do you want the truth? What do you, what do you want me to tell you? It Actually, is... I don't know. I see. I asked Derek last night, can we watch this? He was like, I don't want to watch that. I thought, well, I'm never going to watch it then because I don't oh, watch this no. alone okay, anymore. So you need to watch it and you need to watch it by yourself every single Wednesday. Every single Wednesday, you okay, should have quality time. And then you can just watch one or two I episodes will. a night and you'll be done in like three weeks anyway. Because there's only seven episodes. It okay, I binged watched then. I binged watched it and it took me six days <laughs> because <laughs> that's what binge watching looks like when you have two yes. three kids that are over three and under <laughs> ten. You know, like I uh-huh. can't. A lot of my like some of my friends are like, oh, I watched it with my kids. I'm like, your kid is 15. Like they can handle that. You know, yeah. like my 10 year old can't, can't watch have it. it on. My three year old definitely like my well not three year old but five year old Jackson can't watch that you know like under three uh, so Sebastian like... shouldn't watch it because Sebastian's typically downstairs with us when we're doing our thing and he's obsessed with tigers so he keeps seeing it on Netflix and going tiger tiger yeah I wouldn't want there's some probably there's <laughs> I mean it wouldn't be that bad with him but there's probably some moments where I'd be like uh, okay no so see it all that's what, that's what it happens and there's another post that someone said was like, if you don't come out of this with a new skill or like learned a new language or something, then, you know, you, Shut up. it's not about, <laughs> it's not about, it's about time. It's about discipline. And I was like, dude, I still have no time. It's weird. I have less time than I've ever had. <laughs> Shut up. Exactly. Yeah. For me, it's like, well, for me, it's like a little bit of two things. I have more time, but I also have less time. Like it's this weird mix where it's like yeah I have nowhere to go but I also constantly have three kids so what I can do and how long I can do it for is limited so yes yeah my my dresser drawer is completely organized my underwear is still not folded but it is completely organized because I've done it drawer by drawer when the kids are busy and I got bored you know and there's no I haven't had a 
board moment, which makes me sad because I like organizing. And even even though we were at my parents' house, we had two two huge things of laundry that needed to be put away for like a week in the room, and I just couldn't do it. <laughs> and there are extra. There are two extra people here to help. Well, you're doing so much. School. Like my mom did the laundry and just put it up there, and I just had to put it away, and I didn't. <laughs> Well, that's awesome. Well, that's the other thing. It's like, it's amazing how with all this time, you can still manage not to do the things you don't want to do. Like I still manage yeah. to do laundry in three days, like even though I have the time to do it. But when I do have the time, I don't want to do it. So I don't do it. You know, it's like that weird <laughs> conundrum of like having time, but not having time, but not. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have more time because I'm not doing nearly as much schooling as you are. And that may change next week when the girls start distance learning, but I actually don't think it's going to because I don't think I'm going to do a lot of what You'll just say. ignore it. <laughs> yeah. I am. I I mean, I feel bad because I know the teachers are doing spending so much time working and stuff, like, and doing, like, Miss Eliza is doing all these videos for the kids, and she does three a day for each one, you know, like a oh, math wow. one and a writing. Like, and it's amazing, and I'm glad she's doing them, and these neurotypical kids are probably, like, acing it and rocking it and loving it. And my kid mm-hmm. watches it for two minutes and then leaves. And then I end up going, why am I watching Miss Eliza do morning meeting and singing the days of the week? Like, why am I yeah. still here? Me too. So I pause it and I'm like, okay, that was. So. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. <sighs> okay. So I have, I, I think I'm going back to you staying in Colorado. I think <laughs> it's going to be up to Derek in the sense that I think you would come back here to support Derek if Derek wanted to continue his that that line of directing. But if he wanted to continue doing what he's doing, then you'll be okay in Colorado. You know what? Even before all this happened, I feel like Derek was more on board with moving here than me. Uh, well, then he was he was like, oh, I would be totally fine if we moved there and thinking about how like he wasn't doing any work in Burbank. It was all elsewhere. That's not true, though. He did get an amazing job working at Universal Studios for, like, three weeks right before all this happened. <laughs> so if he had that to go back to, it was kind of a, like, random. It wasn't, like, guaranteed, but it was still really good. Um, but anyway, but before no, that, all of that. Nothing. What? Nothing's really consistent either. It's you know? Not, yeah. So this is and what you I could find something like that here. Yeah. Can I make the really important decision for your life for you? Because yes, you know, please. I have no emotional thought about it and you just told me about <laughs> it. So I haven't processed all of it through either. So it's going to be really grounded, yes. really good, solid advice that you should take. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think you should come back, pack up the apartment and move to Colorado and come August. Yeah. Y'all can reevaluate and decide if you want to stay there or not. Or maybe in you, July or whatnot. And in July, reevaluate because you guys need to get out of that apartment anyway. It's yeah, we do. Like they, we to, honestly do. Yeah. Even if you go to a different type and it's a different layout and it even seems smaller, I just think that you you know how your kids operate now. And I think a yeah. different place would be good for you guys. Mm-hmm. So even if you come back to Burbank, you can start differently. In but a we won't have wasted, you know, five months of rent. Right. And those five months of rent you could have had for a down, like yeah. a, not a down payment, but like a savings. Yeah. So like still pay yourself rent so that you can have the deposit easily and you can have whatever easily, you know? I know. Well, yeah, getting, we won't only, have any money coming in. Only clincher that <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking is a, is a thing is that y'all get really good rent there. Like, 
I know that was the only thing I was like, what if we move out and then we can't afford any place. But even though we wanted to leave, we were staying because the rent was so cheap. I mean, yeah. by comparison of by other comparison. places in yeah. the area. That's why yeah. I was like, that's only clenching. I know. You may, you, you have to succumb to like, you're going to pay more rent. So my two things with not moving to Colorado were weather. I don't like cold weather. Um, and I was worried about having to like stand in the snow, like driving kids to school in the snow, all of that. And then I find out the weather's actually really nice and it really only like snows like 10 days out of the year. Or something. Oh, <laughs> like, you're fine. Well, and a lot of that's over winter break and, you know. Well, and Colorado's prepped for it, you know? So yes, even when exactly. it snows, it's they not have that big the, a plow, deal. The, the plow dryers plow. Yeah, I know what uh, you mean. Whatever. They have those things to do the Definitely. snow things, you know? So it's not like. Yeah. San Antonio, who randomly gets snow and no one knows what to do, you know, like, yeah, you know, they're prepared for this. They have all that salt and anti-salt stuff to skid, not skid, or whatever. Yeah. So but yeah, now that I've been here, I'm like, I actually like the weather and there's like no bugs and no weird, like they're playing outside and there's like no, I don't know, it was so nice. We, we were doing a scavenger hunt outside and we had to find an insect and we couldn't find one. <laughs> <laughs> I was like... Oh, coming from Florida, like that was the biggest thing. I'd go outside and there were a million things out there that I was terrified of. And here I'm like, there's nothing out here. I'm afraid of. Sometimes they're coyotes. You but... have worms. Yay. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, you can oh do and then the, the other thing. What's what? Oh, go ahead. What was the other thing? Oh, no, I was going to change the subject. So you go. I was saying, and your support of your family would be huge. Like that would, oh, yeah. even if you didn't get as much support like with regional center or whatnot that you get here, you have the support of your family who actually is support. Exactly. You know? Like my parents are, are younger and oh, younger or older and like it wouldn't, and my dad already has health issues and stuff. So it's not like they'd be able to help out here and there, like carpooling the kids mm -hmm. here or something like that, but not yeah. the extreme that your parents really help out. And support How old you are your guys. parents? I don't know. I don't, I don't think yours are that older, much older than mine. I don't think so, but I think your parents are healthier than my parents. My mom's That's pretty healthy, but my dad is not. He's been a smoker yeah. all his life. He almost died of pneumonia three years ago, which is the reason why I'm so scared of him oh, yeah. getting this. Because if he gets this, like, it's That's done. That's right. It's done. And it happens so quickly. It affects your lungs yeah. so quickly that if he gets it, he'll be like, oh, I don't feel good. And then he probably won't wake up in the morning. Like, that's how I think it's going to happen. Ugh. And then I think I would probably drive and go to Texas for the funeral, yeah. but, like, Chris wouldn't be able to come with me with the kids and everything. Like, it would no. just literally be me by myself having to deal with my dad's death. Like that. No. Uh, Stay inside, yeah. mom, dad. So. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it got really dark well. all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, anyway. Okay, so the, the number two reason I didn't love was, you know, all of Dawson's stuff. And, well, again, because California was so good with all the resources, but. A, I wouldn't need a respite worker because I'm like, oh my gosh, we get 20 hours of respite care. I would have my parents and my sister. Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't need a respite worker. Uh, two, we don't need him to get as much therapy as he gets, even though they do have the therapy office 15 minutes away. So that's like taken care of. And then school, again, school is looking better. And each year we have to deal with new things and new teachers and new stuff. So we're going to have to do that anyway. So yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm opening to it. Yeah. A lot. I'm sad. I'll go ahead and cry tonight knowing that you're leaving me. <laughs> I don't know yet. It is. It's Derek's going to listen to this and go, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Derek's not going to listen to this. That was a hypothetical conversation we had like six months ago. If yeah. he was listening to this? What? 
no, about like maybe, you know, we would be okay moving there. <laughs> well, now it seems I need more. to bring it up with him again. The whole leaving in the night and getting all of our stuff and bringing it here, I think is a good plan. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, your parents could take care of the kids, you and Dawson. Yeah. You and Dawson. No, don't take Dawson. You want to be any help. You and Derek. <laughs> pack up the stuff. Dawson, you drive. I got a nap for her. <laughs> and then Kendra yeah. and I can drive up to Colorado. She loves Colorado. I'll go. Yeah, she does. And we can do We only end up seeing each other once a year anyway yeah. now. <laughs> Seriously, I think it's more than once. It's like three times a year anyway. So, yeah. I mean, might as well just do one weekend for three days and be done. You know? Yeah. I'm in. I think it'll be good for you guys. Hmm. Wow. This got like. So we'll see. We'll see. No, you're wow. right. Wow. Yeah. This got like. Wah, wah, wah. Where is it? I don't know which one it is. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I forgot you're sitting in the studio doing this. I'm sitting in a closet. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm sitting in the studio. It was nice yeah. to get out of the house, to tell you the truth. <laughs> it was nice. I haven't been out of the house. The only time we've been out of the house is to come here. We've been come here once. I have. Chris has come here a couple times to like make videos and do things. But. Like, yeah. And then I'm like, "Are you really? Is he able to do videos like Zoom classes? Yeah. The, so his dojo. Well, he isn't because of this family schedule. Like he's a. So there's like a group of five different dojos or schools, um, that are all part of like the same family. They've all like sprouted off of each other or whatnot. And so he's letting the other schools do more of the virtual online classes and live classes. And Chris is doing what I call the class after the class. So during the normal pre-COVID life, he class would end at 9 and he wouldn't get home or leave until like 10, 10.30, right? So he usually got home between anywhere between 10, 15, and 11 is when he would get home. Unless he got stuck talking to Ivan or Sherlyn or someone, and then sometimes he didn't get home until like 1 in the morning. But <laughs> it's mainly because after class, people are like, well, can you show me this, or what about this? And, mm. what about, you know, so then it's the class after the class that a lot of the people learned a whole lot from. And so mm -hmm. he's doing that where it's a live class and everyone calls in on Zoom and is like, hey, can you, what about this? And then Chris does a demonstration in our shed <laughs> you know, okay he stays in the shed does it so it's their the classes are being online but chris isn't necessarily teaching them he's only teaching the class after the class ask the instructor is what it's called so and he does it twice a week it's going to be hard going okay. back to him working a lot i'm gonna because i just lost my job right so that was one of the things that changed is that i got okay. laid off which i thought is a huge blessing yeah i was was really only working for chris like i knew having that extra money didn't like made him less stressed. Like he wasn't stressed about money because we had this coming in. Mm -hmm. And so there was moments when I wanted to quit, but I was like, no, let's just wait. We just bought a house. Like, let's just, I'll wait and do it for Chris. And don't get me wrong. There are benefits like Kate. I get to have, I do our walking therapy with Kate and I had got to see people and, you know, um, I had an excuse not to do laundry twice a week. And now <laughs> that I don't, I have to do it twice a week. It sucks. Anyways, so there's all these bonuses with it. But in the end, I always had this tornness because we were going through all this IEP stuff, and I felt like I hadn't gotten to volunteer at all in the school and be there for the kids. Like, So I was torn, but they were still doing okay. <laughs> now you were there for the kids. Now I am. <laughs> Forever. So I knew I wasn't going to quit because I knew when, when would Chris say, you know what, we're good, we don't need money. Like, we always need money. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So it was a Yeah, good, yeah. 
So when I got laid off, it was kind of like, okay, it was God saying, no, you need to quit and be with your family. And miraculously, Chris wasn't stressed at all. Like I was crying going, I'm so sorry. Because the night before, we had all, we had tried to, we had tried to ask Zany to pick up a pencil and do this math worksheet that wasn't like her uh. normal math worksheet. So she had a crappy day, which just carried on to everyone and everyone was losing it. Uh. And so I made a comment like, that's it. I'm going to get my two weeks notice tomorrow because apparently I'm the only one who can handle this crap. And then Chris went <laughs> towards with, then fine, we're going to lose the house. And I was like, fine. <laughs> Kind of thing. And then the next morning, like, I kid you not, at 10 a.m., I get a call of, we're going to have to let you go. And so I was like, I didn't oh. mean it, Chris. I wasn't, I didn't get my two weeks notice. I was just, uh, and he was like, I go, are we going to lose the house? And he was like, no, we're not going to lose the house. We're fine. <laughs> like, we're okay. <laughs> he's like, it's crappy timing, but obviously the whole world's in this. And he's not stressed about yeah. the money. Like, he's not stressed at all. Interesting that, that he's less stressed about the money when it's the most scary. Yeah, I think. But when it was normal life, it was like, oh, no, we need these things. Yeah. Well, and, and this is how he explained it to me. He's like, the whole world is going through this. It's yeah. not like you lost your job and now we have to figure out how to pay the mortgage. Yeah. The whole world is having to figure out how to pay their mortgage, you know? And yeah. the government is doing what they need, you know? So, like, there was yeah. some program where Chase was saying we don't have our – Wealth Fargo was saying that they can defer your mortgage payment by three months, depending on how long, you know. So Chris is yeah. looking into these things. Where so he's like, "It's fine. We're gonna be fine. Like everything's gonna be fine." So I think it was a blessing in disguise, in the sense that yeah, I would have never quit, and so now I'm quitting, and I and I do feel like the house is calmer because I now know it's all me. Not that it's not it's mm-hmm. not all me, but like it's it's my domain. So I'm now mm-hmm. doing more. When before I just couldn't do more because I was gone for on Tuesdays and Thursdays I would leave the house at 6 30 in the morning and then I would go to so I would go to work until four then I would pick up the kids at 4 30 I would come home with Jackson and Zandy and do uh trying to make dinner while Jackson had therapy and then then Lexi would come after Krav so we weren't even like starting bedtime until like 7 30 because Jack Chris and uh Alex Samantha, Samantha? <laughs> because Samantha, because Lexi wouldn't even come home to like 645 and then she would eat and mm-hmm. then we would like get ready for bed or whatever. So like my day, we're literally until nine o'clock at night because everyone's mm-hmm. asleep, right? Until I until mm-hmm. read, put the kids to bed, read to the girls, everything, right? Mm-hmm. So those are my days. So by, by then I would pick up the living room and I would sweep and then I'm like, it is now 10 o'clock. I'm done, you know? So I didn't do as much. So now it's like, okay, I'm mopping more and I'm doing laundry twice a week. And so it's better. And I'm doing this. I'm doing all the schooling so far for Jackson, which is interesting. So yeah. yeah. So it's better. It's like a blessing in disguise of it all. Yeah. The nighttime stuff is so nice because Dawson too, he wouldn't get home from therapy until 645 every night. Um, so, you know, you start doing bedtime and all that stuff later and then yeah people wouldn't be asleep till like nine nine thirty but now we're like Woo-hoo, we we've been eating dinner at five with my parents just because i'm like let's eat as early as we can because then we can just start our fun evening as soon as we are done yeah, with and then dinner. it ends and then they can be in bed by eight and be fine yeah or we just let them watch stuff in the basement and we don't even put them to bed because we're like we don't they don't have to get up in the morning for anything. 
So I feel a little guilty realizing that my quarantine COVID-19 life is a little bit better <laughs> than my pre-COVID life. Like, yeah, I feel bad because I'm like, I don't want this to happen. Like, I'm sad that we're in this pandemic, but I'm not really sad that we're in this pandemic. <laughs> like, you know, does that make sense? Like, I feel guilty yeah. thinking that because our life is so much calmer. And I know it's not like this for everything. Like, Marsha, my sister-in-law, we're talking about that today. Like, this has affected so many people and how we come out of it is going to be so different and, like, how the economy looks and what people value and, and do and everything's so different. I go, but it's been such a blessing for us right now mm-hmm. that I'm kind of, like, I'm sad people had to get sick. You know? Like, Me when too. I think, think about it, I'm like, oh, sorry, Corona, you know, isn't good. But is it? Me too. No, 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 it's not good. Oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's this weird yeah torn between which perspective am I our life looks better too and as much as I'm complaining about how busy I am I'm you know the days go by quick it's good it's a good busy I'm I'm spending time with my kids that's why I'm busy whereas before you know they'd be at school all day and then afterwards they want to play like me to play with them and I'm like I can't have to do laundry and cook and blah blah blah. I can't play with you yeah now you have and that's why I was listening to so many podcasts and stuff because I do that while I would do laundry and stuff so yeah, I have less time for myself, but I'm spending so much more time with my kids and it's a good, in a good way, not in a stressful, uh, everybody get in the car, get your clothes on, you know, hurry, hurry, hurry. Yeah. It's caused us all to stop. So I'm hoping that happens when yeah. we come out of this is that we can still take a slower pace living life and not get mm-hmm. so wrapped up, which is weird because mm-hmm. I didn't feel like we did a lot. Like compared to like some other families, we don't do anything. Like, our, our quarantine life isn't that much different. Like, we didn't do playdates before. We didn't really go out before. We didn't either. We didn't really travel before. Like, we didn't do any of this stuff before. Now it's just, like, everyone's doing it with us, so I feel less bad. Yeah. <laughs> about it You all. don't feel like so much of a loser because everybody's doing it. The girls have actually had more playdates during quarantine life than they had all year combined. <laughs> yeah. Like, they've actually had playdates, I should say. Yeah, my kids never have played it, but they were seeing people at school. So, like, Nolan is so social, and that's why he loves school so much, because he saw, you know, friends. Yeah. So. Mm. I think that's the reason why it's affecting Jackson, because Jackson's more of a social person, too, which is so weird, because I'm like, you don't even know how to communicate with people. Like, how are you a social person? But I'll figure that out eventually. I mean, our marriage couldn't last in quarantine though like we'd have to change some things we probably need to look at that and see how we can change some things so that it's better off too you know just not having yeah because it was easier with oh lauren's gonna come every other week you know so we can get out yeah and now that's not happening so and we're even like we're with my parents which is so great but it's like you know we're dinners and all that stuff like we're with other people so we're not just there's hardly any time where we just sit and talk. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that balance of letting them be them, like trying to give Chris grace so that he can figure this all out on his own. Like in the beginning, mm-hmm. he was on his phone and he's like a news junkie trying to figure out what it was. And a friend of mine, Jenny, said like he's trying, knowing helps you, makes you feel prepared. So then it feels like you're doing something. And I was like, oh, that's what Chris is doing. Like, he needs to know so he can be prepared because when he's prepared, he's protecting us and providing for us and taking care of his family. Mm -hmm. But it got to a point where I was like, "Uh, we're not seeing you at all because whenever you're around, you're on your phone. Like, 
come on. So then we had to have a conversation and, of like, yeah. okay, what is healthy for you to know? Because probably me is not healthy. I don't know anything about it until someone po- posts it on Facebook. And then I'm like, oh, so that's how it's But spread. too much is, is not healthy because Derek is very much a hypochondriac and gets very anxious. And he was news 24-7. And I was like, you have to stop. Because all it is right now is conjecture. It was all like, oh, they're saying it could last till here. And they're saying it could. And I'm like, nobody knows. Stop. You know, know the like main gist of everything each day, like the main headline. And then stop. Don't listen to a thousand different people conjecturing. Yeah, it's not healthy. Chris has gotten to a good spot, I think, now. And I'm trying to give him the grace of he needing his own space. Like, he's not used to us 24 hours a day. Like, I'm the one who's by myself on Monday, on Saturday, on Saturdays, mm-hmm. on Saturdays, he leaves at eight 30 and he doesn't usually come back to four or five. And so I'm wow. the one who's with them by the whole day. So I'm used to being with the kids on a regular day of them not doing anything and all this stuff. And he's like new to it. So I'm like, okay, I got to give him grace for that. And he's now going in the shed. I almost think our house is too big. It's not too big at all. <laughs> but I'm like, where's Chris? And I'm like, oh, he's in the shed. Where's Chris? Oh, he's in the shed again. Oh, where's Chris? Oh, he's in the shed again. Like he just like gravitates towards the shed. But my farm table is complete, you know? So that's like, that's oh, what good. he needed. He did, it. he did it. That's what he needed to do was kind of figure out his own, his own way of dealing with it. But then mm-hmm. trying to figure how to figure out how he's dealing with it, with how I'm dealing with it, with how we're going to deal with it with the family and whatnot, you know? So. Derek's shed is the basement. So my parents have a basement and it's very nicely big. It's got plenty of room for him to work and spread out. And watch TV if he wants to, but he's like always. I don't see him all day. I'm like, Where are you? So during that outdoor time with the kids, I'm always like, you need to come out here and play with the kids. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I need to see you. I did the same thing with Chris. I'm like, you haven't been with them, so what do you want to do with the kids right now? And then we had a pillow fight, and it was great. <laughs> so, but then he does a weird thing. Like the girls went repelling out of the out of the barn, right? The shed barn thing, and I was like. Fine. And he goes, like, are you mad that I did it? I'm like, no, I'm mad that you started it at 6 o'clock. <laughs> like, <laughs> because now this they don't think about those things like later. <laughs> like, I'm fine. And then a part of me was like, yeah, and I'm, you know, we can't afford to go to the ER right now. <laughs> like, this yeah, isn't, a good point. I was like, this isn't a time to go to the emergency room. So, no, no. So, uh, we'll see. I'll see. It's interesting to see how long. I also think Americans are stupid. <laughs> so, mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. know how long people can really shelter in place. You know, like, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Like, people were already stupid of like, well, I can't go anywhere, so I'm going to go in the only place I can go to. And then now there's 50,000 people at the beach. And it's like, mm, not exactly yeah. what's. Like, you guys yeah. are not helping. So like, you're not doing just, social distancing at all. You're not helping just anything. do what you're supposed to do, and this will end quicker. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't, I'm curious of how it happens when we are released from the shelter in place, and then everyone goes crazy again and then we're going to, have to be back in the shelter in place that's what i think yeah. and that's my prediction is that we're gonna that's what derek's been saying is there's like a second wave and so he's like even if the government says we can leave like don't do it wait a little longer <laughs> and i'm like okay see and but some... if school starts back i don't know how we do that i feel like you should just plan to start school in colorado yeah well it's definitely not starting back this year but like if school starts back in August and Derek's like, no, we still need to shelter for a month. I'm like, we can't miss a month of school. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah. I'm saying in the middle of the night, drive back, get your stuff. Yeah. Uh, I will hug you. 
Oh, you would. I will risk getting COVID-19 to hug you. Um, I can help you move, too. That'd be nice. Anyways, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I, <laughs> I think you're going to Colorado. Well, we'll see. We'll update, you know, next time we talk. Yeah, well, we're definitely going to have to do another one because I think in three weeks, everything's going to look so different. We're going to oh, figure yeah. out what we are doing or not doing in distance learning. We'll figure out what's mm-hmm. really happening with other things and... It'll be interesting. But I'm hoping that all of our listeners are sheltering in place, social mm-hmm. distancing, washing your hands. I hope hands. everyone's well. You should have been washing your hands anyway for 20 seconds before all this stuff happened, people. But I'm glad you're doing it I was it not. Now. I wasn't I've either. started doing the 20 seconds, yeah. I'm like a 13-second <laughs> person, I realize. I'm like 13. I do it longer than most people, but I definitely didn't do it for 20. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. So, anyways. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Stay sane and keep listening to the denial bus. Woo-woo. Thanks for riding on the denial bus. But your stop's coming up. You're going to have to get off. Get back to the real world. Life. Don't worry. You got this. 